bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits but a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the absolute number. So, it's been one of them days, y'all. I'm telling you. So, I've been looking over the... So much stuff has happened. Ten people getting killed. Ten, ten... I'm sorry. Ten juveniles being killed since the beginning of the year. Something's wrong going on here. Something, something. We, we got to, yeah. We got a lot to talk about today. We'll be talking about, um, eventually we'll get around to Tim Scott and his comments on The View and comments he made um, to that. We'll, we'll, we'll get around to talking about, um, well, we'll get around to talking about the city. We'll talk about the airplane crash that happened and the sonic boom in DC. Anybody ever see the, the, the helicopters? So I happen to be at a place where when the helicopter takes off, if it's too far North or too far South, it may come out of South Milwaukee or it may come out of like Sheboygan. Right. And every now and then I'll see the helicopter zoom past my window at about, like 500 feet, 1,000 feet, the Jet Ranger or whatever they make it, and it's like it just it just shoots like past, right? 
I think about all the things we pay for in the city, all, all the things that are going on. But I wonder, is anybody ever going to explain? Is anybody ever going to explain what will happen to the city if we hit that financial cliff in 2025? Like, has somebody said, these are the things we have to pay? We keep getting these generalizations and these general answers and these general things, but we never quite get ex- this is what will happen. This, this is what the city will have to do, period. Well, we're going to give you an idea of, no, I don't want an idea. If you were to cut in 2025, today, June 5th, 2023, what would happen? Well, we'd have to make some decisions. I'm not asking you about making decisions. I'm asking you to make the decision today. And so they've, they've had a few of those, the fire and police commission and the, the, the police department. And, you know, everybody came in and gave their rendition of this was what we'd have to cut. And they made it so drastic instead of just saying, look, this is what we'll cut. Well, if you were watching WISN.com had a, had a story about the shared revenue bill and state Senate leader Devin LeMahieu was interviewed. And there was there, there's a there's a major sticking point in this legislation that people hear about and then they forget about it. And that's the referendum requirement for Milwaukee, the city of Milwaukee and Milwaukee County to raise sales tax. And they're saying it's to address a looming unfunded pension crisis. But why is it unfunded? We're too busy fixing things instead of figuring out how it got there and fix that as well. Well, the assembly passed its version of the bill last month. It included the referendum provision. LeMahieu, local officials and I'm sorry, local leaders, because I'm reading from WISN.com. LeMahieu, local leaders and Evers have pushed to remove it and instead allow the Common Council and County Board to approve a sales tax hike, a move Voss has said could kill the entire legislation. I agree. Elected officials should not be deciding for me whether or not I'm going to pay more money. That's not what I elected you for. Especially when it comes to tax. LeMahieu said, that's what I would like to do personally. The challenge with having a referendum is that we don't have any fall elections this year. So it'd be a standalone referendum just on people raising their own, uh, going out to vote to raise taxes on themselves, which is a tough thing to convince them to do. But if you can't talk to me straight and convince me to do it, you think I would give you the power to do that? But LeMahieu acknowledged he doesn't have 17 Republican votes needed in the state Senate to remove the requirement. Well, I say removing the requirement allows city leaders to vote for something instead of voters because they don't trust the people who voted for them. And I just don't understand that. What if it fails? Then figure something out. Use your brain. That's why we elected you as the leader. You do as we ask. We don't do as you ask. Removing the requirement allows city leaders to vote for something instead of voters because they don't trust the people who voted for them. Even though these these same leaders basically said, you ready? Trust me. 
and I'm paraphrasing. Vote for me and I'll represent you. Now you're saying, I don't trust you to represent you. We, meaning the city elected officials and county elected officials, know what's best for me. Really? You know what's best for me. Question, do you trust the common council and the aldermen and alderwomen to make decisions that affect the pocketbooks of every Milwaukee resident? 833-212-1017. Before you answer that question, before you call, because I want you to call, consider this. One, have you calculated the reduction in residents if you add a tax? Because your assumption is that, oh, people are just going to come. I'll look at it. Oh, goodness, I got to pay a tax when I go in the city? Nah, I'm not moving there. Number two, have you calculated the fact that you may not reach the level of tax you need because people will adjust their spending habits to avoid the tax? You know, the states like Colorado that said, hey, we'll sell marijuana. And if we sell marijuana, we'll make a lot of money. So they added like a, I don't know what it is. It's it's some 20, 25% tax on it. The problem is only middle class, upper middle class or rich people can afford marijuana. What they did is they literally quadrupled the illegal sales of marijuana in Colorado. So now they got an even bigger issue. Thinking they were going to alleviate it, taxing them caused them more trouble. And then three, have you calculated the impact on families in Milwaukee living in poverty? All of them. This is not a black or white thing. This is a city of Milwaukee resident issue. 833-212-1017 is the number. Give me a call and tell me, answer this, answer the question. Do you trust the common council president, the mayor, the alderman, the alderwomen to make decisions that affect the pocketbooks? Of every Milwaukee resident. But I got to say. Preferring to give the right to vote for a sales tax to a legislative body and not to voting residents of the city and county. Is insulting. It's insulting to the people who live in the city of Milwaukee. And after the campaign. That was just run. To become the leader. Of this great city. You pull this. And then it dawned on me. Can you say hypocrite? And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You ever just had one of those days where your, your, your ears are, are like not balanced or not? like Everything that normally sounds loud isn't loud enough. I think, I think my ears are, are like, yeah, too much flying, too much driving, too much... Yeah, like I'm one of those weirdos that always drive with the with the windows down in my car because the air pressure would just. And sometimes I'll be on a plane, and I'll be fine, and then the air pressure will just just 
bad, just horrendous pain. And last couple of times I flew nothing. It was fine. It was great. It was phenomenal. I enjoyed it. There is so much stuff going on in the news today that I'm almost, I listened to it and I watched it and I thought to myself, what is, what is going on in the city? We had 10 juveniles killed. In the city of Milwaukee since January. I don't get it. I don't understand. There's there's so much going on today. Uh, we're we're going to talk about um, <clears throat> a show that I'm not necessarily a fan of, but I'm starting to become a fan of. Um, because of something Whoopi Goldberg. Now, like I got to admit, Whoopi Goldberg is one of my favorite, uh, like actresses, comedians, phenomenal. Um, at first I was like, eh, Whoopi Goldberg, and then she made the movie Ghost. If you haven't seen, have you seen Ghost? If you haven't seen Ghost, I went, okay, she's all right. But then I saw the color purple, and I went. Yeah, she got it. Why? Because of the range, right? She has a range. Do I agree with her politically? I don't agree with anybody 100% politically. We're probably at about 60-70% the same, right? So Tim Scott, as you know, is running for um president of the United States. I think, what, last week or week before last, he, yes, I'm running and here's my speech. And it was like like everybody, right? If you're used to being in your state and then all of a sudden you run for national office, you're not going to light a lot of fires, right? DeSantis, for all the talk, he didn't light a lot of fires. Um, Former vice president, he's not going to light a lot of fires. Why? Because he's not used to a national stage. And that's okay. People got people to gotta learn. Um, nobody's running against Biden except Kennedy and his numbers are as good as in terms of the difference between DeSantis and what <laughs> the difference between DeSantis and, um, Trump and Biden and Kennedy, right? The, the percentages are about the same. So that means that a significant number of people are looking at somebody other than a guy who will be literally the oldest president. Ever in the history of the United States of America, there was only there were only two other presidents that were that age. And Reagan was only that age when he left office. I think he left at what, 81. But we're talking. um, I think Harrison was the other one who who when he became president was the oldest president. And now we have Biden. And so it just amazes me how we are able to have someone at an age who clearly is not up to the task. If I were 81, 
I would not be up to that. If you said, hey, Dr. Ken, here we go, Kyle. Dr. Ken, I want you to play um, defensive back, right, in football. At my age, early 60s, not going to happen. You want me to play wide receiver? I could probably rock that. I could, I, could, I could rock running back, but I could not rock defensive back, right? The lateral movement, the forward, the angle, I, I can't move like that anymore. What I can move is calculated, right? Am I playing a wide out, flanker, wide receiver, an end? I can do that. What I can't do is connect my brain to my body that's in my 60s to say, cut here. My knee will come out. <laughs> like I'll be looking at my knee going, oh, my God. You know this guy is literally in his 80s. What are we doing? What are we doing? I think it's because somebody's going to run a run the country for him. I think there are people behind the scenes that are making decisions Best job numbers in the first term ever based on what? Oh, that's right. You haven't been old enough to really recognize that, but okay. Okay. We came out of COVID and you dumped $5 trillion into the economy. Yes, you're going to have the best numbers. Does anybody take economics? It has nothing to do with politics. You got to get out of this. It has nothing to do. Yeah, that's okay. When people only vote. You only voted like twice in your life. <laughs> What do you like? It was 18. Okay. But, but think, think about that. Personally, I think that conversation is the beauty of, of voting and doing that type of thing. So we'll look at that. We'll come back and we'll look at, at Tim in, in, in a few. We're, we're going to look at this Tim Scott and his run-in he had with uh, The View, which, which I thought was handled masterfully. Watch this. You ready? On both sides. What Whoopi Goldberg said was smart. Because they're trying to be in the middle. Now, we all know Joy Bear is not in the middle. The fact that they had Tim Scott on the day that Joy Bear always takes off, which is Monday. She's never there. And you had the guy that she bashed on on Monday. I'm like, come on, dude. That's just garbage. That was garbage. Fess up. 833-212-1017 is the number. Melody, you are on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? Afternoon, doctor. Um, I just want to make it brief. Uh, Yeah, with Biden and even Evers, I don't want to be mean, but they seem fragile and feel physically. And quite frankly, when they both get up to speak, Mm -hmm. there's pauses their stutters and well, they I do really the same don't thing. either one of them say. But I do the same thing. What's no, you your don't. point? You, I do. You talk. You, you you talk much more articulately. Not only that, there's substance to well, your content. I'll just leave it at that. That's I, my well, opinion. let me I hang, on, hang on, Melody. Hang on, Melody. I've, I've never met Joe Biden. Yeah. I've never. Well, right. Let me let me think back. I've never met. I've been in the same room with Joe Biden, but I've never met Joe Biden. I've met. Right. I've met Governor Evers. I have to tell you, right, okay. him publicly is right. not the same guy private. Privately, he's a completely different uh, tone, different. And having a conversation with him personally will help you understand or hear him speak to a small group how intelligent he is. Mm-hmm. He's not a dumb guy by any stretch of the imagination. 
when when you remove the politics and whether or not you like somebody because of what they believe and all that, he's not a he's not a dumb guy by any stretch of the imagination. He's a very smart, very articulate, and very intelligent guy. If people, you know, will I pay appreciate attention that, to and I've only seen. Right. I've only seen media clips, so I'll take your word. Um, well, and give do you the trust media clips where you... I'm going to play something? Of all the things that Biden has no. done, they only play on Fox News him falling. So come yeah, on. I, I don't watch Fox News. You, I don't you, watch Fox you, you News. I don't know what, what I'm they saying. do on there. I didn't, but do you understand what I'm saying? I know, saying? but I didn't even watch. Okay. We're right. Not... And I didn't watch him. I, I didn't watch him falling. And I, I, I think that's sad that they would take advantage of that. Correct. Because no matter what you say, no matter what you do, no matter what people said, when Donald Trump was there, when when Obama was there, whenever you are the president of the United States, show the dignity and the respect to the office and the man. End of story. Absolutely. Absolutely, sir. Now, I want to talk about why, again, this has been going on with 50 years with the city of Milwaukee. They blame the pension, needing to refund and fund the pension. There was a in the 70s, there was a big scandal, the balloon of pensions. But it's a good question. I mean, are these not 401ks? How you know, I know the iron workers went from a pension to a 401k early, early on before other unions did. Right. Because they saw the shenanigans that can happen with the pension. So I agree. But I really turn that record over and stop blaming workers who are deserving of those pensions. Correct. Also, when it when it comes to the Common Council, I have no confidence as far as the Common Council. And it's basically what I've seen thus far. Do you live in the city? We were told we are. No. Yes. OK. But we've been told that we don't get enough from Madison, the shared revenue. There's billions there. And you, but know, you haven't been getting it the whole have time. Walk- you haven't been getting it the whole time. So I what have it. you been doing? Sitting on your hands? Well, that's it. The thing is, they were <laughs> supposed to repeat the census. And get a clearer indication to get more money in. That didn't happen. There was elders like myself. We had our fingerprints and everything ready to go, go to door to door, like the most effective measure. Mm-hmm. They sent two brochures saying if you don't answer and go on the website, it's a felony. And that was it. They never did that secondary census to get an accurate count and challenge. But that's because the they don't have re- enough people. Shared revenue. I don't know. I, no one called me. I was ready. I I was fingerprinted. It was it's good money, and you get to select your hours. Right. But even if they wanted to do through the mail, they did. They dropped it. You got one card said go on this website. They usually send that whole nice booklet. How many people are living there? Right. So on and so forth. And if they wanted to get those, I I think that maybe fell through the cracks. With the, you know, there was no attempt to do it as such. So you know, I I don't I you know this whole thing bl- blaming Madison. And then we got the Milwaukee Brewer, the commissioner from from the baseball, blackmailing, saying, "Okay, now if you don't invest in this uh, stadium, we can pull the Brewers, because that's what their lease entails." So you know, the fact of the matter is, I, I, mm. I have no confidence for the Common Council. I, uh, I, you know, I, what I would do in the future, you know, take that ACLU case settled in 2018 that cost us millions of dollars. ACLU attorneys in New York got their big beans. We got consultants. We got everything else. You know, and then the controller comes in and says, oh, it's still happening. Get the fire and police commission out of the equation. Get the ACLU out of the equation and get the cops. Well, who's going to run the city then? Well, then who's going to run the city? No, that whole thing was negotiated 
And the millions were gouged out of Milwaukee without yeah. any input from the police department. You from from, and not only that, with the forty-eight hours for body cam, but you're in police commission. No, they can't budge. That's a collective bargaining uh, agreement. You can't change a work rule on a cop arbitrarily. They know it. That's what I'm saying. The Fire and Police Commission are settling these cases with the ACLU $10 million later, five years later, and it's up July 28th. All this record-keeping, the accountant, the doctors, it's millions of dollars. Because, you know, these people, you know, there's and there's no way if you read this agreement, it was ridiculous. Did you see that, that settlement? Yeah. What they were putting on officers? Are you kidding me? You're kidding me. Four different types of stops. Okay, now everyone that you stop, we want you to evaluate whether there was bias, talk to you, write a report on it, give it to your supervisor. He's going to look it on a daily basis. It was ridiculous. But I am am for it. However, however, let me me say, filling out that form is not going to kill him. They should have been filling it out, and that's that's partly why they're in the bind and the predicament they're in now. Because if you had kept I know that, accurate sir. information, if you had kept the, the 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 field interview cards and get that information and, and inputted it into the system, it would have shown that there was there was no bias and all that. But it's too late. Right, but the fact of the matter is, is that the hierarchy is the one who is supposed to oversee it. These are supposed That's to be their published job. by these outside That's entities. Their job. That's their job. Right, but they're getting, they're, they're, cons- but where is the data? Now, if you're telling me that it still exists in the Milwaukee Police Department and they should be inputting this data to prove it and address it. Well, you can't, you can't it's input something. Already, it's not. It's not there already. So now you have to build it. Well, it's there already because the ACLU came in and tapped Milwaukee with the numbers that shows it. Six percent more on black, five percent. These numbers are there. That information, as far as how did they get it in two thousand seventeen and two twenty three? The hierarchy of M- a fire police commission is is telling the Milwaukee Journal, we would love to stop this activity. It's not our fault. We can't get the rank and file to join on. Well, they, I don't. I don't know. The rank and file uh, that was in the Milwaukee Journal, sir. Yeah. That well, that doesn't make it accurate. Well, that don't make it accurate. That means I know there. that. Okay. All right. right. Well, All thank right. you, Melody. Okay. I appreciate well, it. You've, 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 uh, <laughs> I appreciate you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. 833-212-1017 is the number. Um, when we come back, traffic, weather, sports, all that stuff will be coming up, but we got, we're going to take a look and see just exactly, um, what gives. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Remember to join us right here on the award-winning 1017 The Truth, best show in Wisconsin. As we stream live, YouTube, Twitter, and like 20,000 other places, uh, Twitch, and your phone, website, everywhere you go, 
we are going to be there. We're going to be like creepers and just be everywhere you are. Hey, black owned businesses, you need to pay attention. The black owned business, I can't even get it out. It's like you start out bad and then you just, just fall off. <laughs> the black owned business give back is back. We've teamed up with the Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000. I wish I can get $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months. But they're giving it to five black businesses each quarter in 2023. So to sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth for official rules. Head to blackbusinessgiveback.com associated bank member FDIC. Aight. Aight. So we good with um, Tim, Scott? How, how long is the, the the doohickey? A minute 14. Y'all got that right? Doohickey. So you got to use important, really big intellectual words like doohickey. All right. Um, so if you don't know, Tim Scott appeared on The View. And so in in the last few weeks, there were comments that were made about Tim Scott where Joy Bear basically said that Tim Scott wasn't black and he really didn't know what it meant to grow up black because he was Republican, which really didn't make any sense to me because anyway, well, he went on the view today to defend himself. They invited him. He responded. And if you don't know, Tim Scott is a Republican presidential candidate. He's a, he's a Republican Senator from South Carolina and he went on to defend himself because you're basically saying I'm not black, which is basically like when Biden said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. It's kind of it's it's insulting. Um, and so when you assume about a person where they ended up versus where they started and you don't know where they started, it's a little disingenuous to make assumptions based on where a person is today. And how they got there, like they're out of touch. I don't know if uh, any more so than I can tell an Italian person they're out of touch with their roots of Italy. I don't think a, a, a white person can tell a black person basically they're not black or they don't understand about being black because of where they are. When we've been taught all our lives, it's not about where you start. It's where you finish. So I want you to listen to this clip. Uh, we're going to take a break. Well, no, we'll talk about it a little bit. Then we'll take a break. And then I want to hear from you your thoughts about this particular piece of video. The question this way. One of the things I think about and one of the reasons why I'm on the show is because of the comments that were made, frankly, on this show, that the only way for a young African-American kid to be successful in this country is to be the exception and not the rule. That is a dangerous, offensive disgusting message to send to our young people today that the only way to succeed is by being the exception. I will tell you that if my life is the exception, uh, 
I can't imagine. But, but, I can't but it Im- is. But it's not, actually. Here's, here's, it's been here's 114 my, years. Yeah, so there was about 15% employment in the African-American community for the first time in the history of the country. It's under 5%. 40% homelessness and 50% of African-Americans. Fo- 50% of the folks get, in our community. Yet 13% they, oh, of the population. You had a chance to ask the question. I know that I've watched you on the show that you like people to be deferential and respectful, so I'm going to do the that same thing. That is true. So, to succeed is possible. It's one of the reasons why. I why need I an did, opportunity to well, succeed. Because <laughs> I have to go to... Br- oh, they're begging. We have more time, to, They're begging. I'm just getting started. I, I believe all people can see the success that I've had. <laughs> oh, we'll be oh, right oh, back. Okay. So, they were even kind of disrespectful when they asked him to explain it, and then they constantly interrupted him and wouldn't let him finish. The bottom line is when you look at a black community and the only thing you see are the negative numbers and you don't advance the positive numbers that are attached to it. It drives me crazy when I hear people say you're 40% of this, but you're only 13% of the population. Well, qualify that put, put that in actual real numbers, put that in, Because you're using percentages which are just not fair. It's easy to make somebody look bad when you use percentages. It's it's and it's unfortunate because when you look at actual numbers, the actual number may be higher because the larger the population, the smaller the percentage when it comes to numbers. So 10% of a large number versus, I'm sorry, 10% of a small number versus 5% of a larger number, those those actual numbers can be significant. But if you heard me say 20 versus 500, you would go, wow, that's a lot. But if I'm only working with 50 people in one group and 10,000 in the other, that percentage is going to be significantly off. But if I use just percentages, you would think, oh, my God, it's terrible. That's like telling me um, 25% of this group are going to die versus 10% of this group. But the number is 1,000 for the 10%, so 100 people are going to die. But in this group, 25% are going to die. It's only four people in the group. So only one of them is going to die, Right. But if you look at the actual number of people who died, you have 100 over here and you have one over here. We don't compare that. We go with percentages because then I can make it look worse. And that's how they do black people. They look at the 13 percent and go, oh, my God, it's really bad. Graduation from school, arrests, drugs. But then we turn around and look at the fact that, right, we got a dropout rate. Right. But the people that are graduating Let's support them. Let's make sure they go to college or, or, or get a job or go into trades or do whatever they want to do. Let's work with the ones that are doing it. You keep pointing us to the ones that aren't. As if our entire community is poor, uneducated, and criminals. And I find that, well, I got another word for that, insulting. 
More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. LT, I just, that just came over, literally. And as I was reading it, I looked up and said, what, what it is? My, uh-oh, my talking text line is blinking. Let me look. LT said, I'm just tuning in. Did you hear about the 17-year-old boy found dead in a car that was towed to the Milwaukee tow lot after a crash? And you go, oh, Okay. I hadn't heard. You ready? A 17-year-old Milwaukee boy, this is from fox6now.com, was found dead in a car on today, June 5th, 2023, that had been towed to the city's tow lot on West Lincoln Avenue. Last Thursday, Officials said the body of the teen was found shortly before 11 a.m. this morning, and the body was located on the floor of the rear portion of a severely damaged SUV. Milwaukee police say the SUV involved was towed to the tow lot on Thursday evening after a crash at 91st and Fond du Lac. When officers arrived, they located the crash vehicle that struck a tree. The vehicle was later determined to be stolen. The driver of the vehicle, 16-year-old male, was a short distance away from the vehicle, and officers say the driver had injuries and called for medical assistance. 16-year-old was taken to the hospital for treatment of injuries and later arrested. The SUV was severely damaged, and MPT arranged for a tow. The cause of the death for the 17-year-old was later found, who was found there, is being investigated by the medical examiner's office and MPD and DPW will conduct thorough investigations into how do you not find that's literally accident investigation 101. Traffic stop, accident, when you're done, you search the car. Period. You search the car. You get out of the car and you physically... That's one of the weird things. I got to admit this. My family hates about me. Did you go look for it? Yeah. No. Did you go look for it? What do you mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like, 
Well, I looked under the table. I, you know, I felt underneath the, 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 the radiator. I, I looked underneath the cabinet. No, I have to physically get on my hands and knees, look, turn on a light, and look. That's the only way to find something. Perfect example. <laughs> this is funny. My daughter lost her keys when she went home. She was out of state. She lost her keys. I can't find my keys. Well, you know, she was younger. She panicked. She goes, oh, my God, I can't find my keys. I said, so where, what'd you do? Oh, I did this, 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 this. I said, now, here's what I want you to do. Okay? You, got a, you got a spare pair of your keys? Yeah. The house key? Yeah. Go back to where you were when you last had them. Yeah. And then walk through and go. And as she's telling me this, I'm telling her, look here, go here, do this, do that. And then she got there and said, what did you do? She said, I put my keys on the top of the radiator. She said, but I looked under there and there's nothing there. I said, did you look or did you just run your hand under there and didn't feel anything? And I got a pause. I said, now, nah, here's what I need you to do. Get on your hands and knees, get a flashlight and look underneath. Sure enough, they were wedged right there. That's how you have to search a car. Top to bottom, front to back, underneath all the seats, in the glove compartment, and you pop the trunk. If you can't get in the trunk, that's what they make crowbars for. You search the car. Why? Somebody might have been alive in the trunk. And you left them there, and then they later died. Might have been alive in the backseat of the car. Did the 16-year-old tell you they had a friend there? Or did they say, hey, run! And the person got hit, injured. And passed out in the back of the car. Seatbelt, no seatbelt, all those things are going to be investigated. But what you don't do is you don't tow a car. Now, granted, I understand the guy on the school bus. Well, actually, I can't. Because I was about to say people that miss kids on buses, people that are doing stuff in their car. We're more distracted today than we've ever been. I'm shocked that we don't leave more kids in cars. That, that's just weird to me. But it can happen. But not after the fact in an accident. You start to, like, there's zero. Like, there, there's some things in law enforcement that's zero. Like, writing a municipal citation, writing a traffic citation, the court gives zero room for mistakes. Did you know that? If you incorrectly write a ticket, they'll throw it out. And I forget the phrase for that, but there are some things that have to be done perfect or it's thrown out. Because I give you the line to write it on. It's not like you got to make it up. Well, I didn't put my name on there. Yeah, but it asked you for your name. It's not like you had to go, well, what goes on that line? Like, that's what they asked you for. So if you don't fill it out correctly, they could toss it. And tickets have been tossed out of court because they read it and went, mm, this ain't right. You missed this. You missed that. No, you can't go back and correct it. You either reissue the citation or well, we're throwing this out. And... Searching a car is one of those. You have to search for contraband. Or compadres, right? Somebody hiding in the car. And you did what? Got to the tow lot last Thursday? Well, I guess I got to come up with another word for this one. You know what that one's going to be. Starts with an L. Ends with a T. It's called lawsuit.